This is Heart to Heart with Hospice Quinty on 91X. Heart to Heart features important and worthwhile conversations about hospice palliative care and end-of-life issues, tackling the tough issues with tenderness and the difficult discussions with dignity. Here's Jennifer May Anderson. I'm here today with Louise Wood from Hospice Quinty and John Williams, former mayor of Quinty West and co-chair of Hospice Quinty's Heart and Home campaign to talk a little bit about the new hospice care center that's planned for Bayside. Louise, could you give us an overview of the project? Sure, I'd be happy to. Um, For several years now, Hospice Quinney has been wanting to expand our services to offer hospice resident services to the communities we serve. And we're planning um, a 10,796-square-foot building, um, which will provide service for our communities in the form of the programs that we currently offer, as well as the hospice residents, which will provide six beds for clients in the end stages of their life. Why would we need a hospice care centre in our area? We currently don't have a hospice residence in our area. Um, Our clients currently have to travel to Madoc or Picton, which is quite, um, quite a distance if you're in those stages of life. Um, The transportation alone can be very hard on a client at that stage in life. Uh, It's very tough to arrange. And so to provide care for the clients that we serve, we'd like something that would be very close distance to where they're traveling from to provide uh, that home-like setting in our area. I would imagine that someone who was caring for a terminally ill person, um, it would be challenging to do it at home. So how does a hospice residence fit in with that? So it's sort of the best of two worlds. You're not in a hospital environment. You're in a very home-like, peaceful setting. Um, But you also have the advantage of 24-7 clinical care. So that burden on a caregiver to provide personal care and sometimes medical care when other services aren't available in their home is taken away. So they're free to just be with that client in those last stages of life. So when people are at uh, the end of their lives, um, where is it that they want to be? Do they want to be at a hospital where there are lots of services? Or what are people's desires at end of life? So StatsCan says that 70% of Canadians wish to die at home. But the harsh reality is 67% of people die in a hospital setting. We're just not equipped. Um, The caregivers aren't equipped to have people die at home. Um, People are at a loss about what to do at that stage in life, and it becomes quite a burden, and their first instinct is to go to hospital, and unfortunately, that tends to be where the client dies in the end. And that must be hard on everyone. I know that there's been a push uh, with the provincial government to provide funding for hospice residence builds across the province. What would make Hospice Quinty's Care Centre unique for our community? So our care center will provide six private bedrooms, six private uh, outdoor patios as well as bathrooms to clients. There's also room for a loved one or a family member to stay overnight. Um, In our facility, we also provide services and amenities for loved ones. So they really don't have to leave. There's an open concept kitchen and dining room. There's laundry facilities, a full bathroom. And then there's lots of private family spaces for them to congregate for family meetings or celebrations, that sort of thing. 
What about, uh, I know that Hospice Quinty serves our local Indigenous community. Will there be anything special for them at the centre? So we have one bedroom and one sunroom that will have special ventilation that will allow our our Indigenous communities to be able to smudge. Um, This is very important as it's one of the communities that we serve. Um, In addition to that, we will also have one bedroom that will have a ceiling lift um, to provide care for all kinds of different residents. What about, I know sometimes people at end of life are receiving different kind of uh, treatments. They're no longer having curative treatments, but sometimes they're having treatments such as massage or other complementary therapies. Would they be able to receive that care at the hospice care centre? There's certainly a designated area to receive that care. It's a quiet spiritual room that we have available. We'll have outside um, facilitators be able to come in and provide that care. Or the client can really receive it in their bedroom if that's what they would prefer, if they would prefer it be a little more private. So it sounds to me like the concept is that the hospice care centre will be a home away from home for clients. They'll be able to experience the privacy that they would have at home, uh, as opposed to being in a hospital where there's lots of hustle and bustle around, as well as um, have that time with their family and have the medical needs taken care of. I can imagine that this is a very large undertaking. Um, Is Hospice Quinny taking this on on their own, or do you have other people working on the project as well? We actually have quite a number of people working on the project. We engaged Prison Partners, Inc., uh, who's a project management firm out of Burlington last May to help with the planning and design of the facility and to keep us on track. Um, We want to make sure that we spend the dollars judiciously and make those deadlines and hit all those targets for the Ministry of Health. We also engage Plus VG, an architect design team out of Brantford, and both organizations have a lot of experience with the new hospice standards that the Ministry of Health and Long-Term Care have come out with. I'm sure that will make things go a lot more smoothly with people who are experts in their fields and who understand the needs and requirements of the hospice facility. Now, I know that Hospice Quinty has been providing service in our communities for over 30 years uh, with a a visiting hospice. What will happen to those services once the hospice care center is built? So the new facility will facilitate all of our existing programs, including our in-house palliative care, visiting program, our caregiver support group, our bereavement support groups, public education events, training. But in addition to that, um, we'll also have proper space for the hospice residence program and, of course, administration space, which is important. And will this new center allow for any other expanded service opportunities? So there's potential in the future to add a day hospice program to our list of programs. There's also potential for an expansion of beds. So we could add four additional beds at some point and more complementary therapies um, as they become available. So, John, you're co-chairing the campaign. Yes. Um, Who else is working on the campaign with you? Ross McDougall is uh, working with us. Uh, We... uh, you know, look at it as two, uh, two or three different areas, particularly Quinney West and Belleville. So we thought it was important that Ross, uh, in one way, represent Belleville, although you know he's known all through the area, and myself uh, representing Quinney West. But you know, the important thing is this is about the whole area being supportive and making this campaign work. So uh, I'm glad to be able to work with Ross on this.
So what prompted you to become involved, and why is this campaign important to you? Well, I think, first of all, uh, I had no idea, uh, as most people, I think, in this area don't really understand what hospice is about and what kind of services you are offering now. I think all of us thought there was a hospice already. There were beds, that's where people went. When you get into this, you find that there weren't, uh, there aren't any beds, and the facility, uh, there is no facility, lots of volunteers, which is important, and the service that you provide is very important now. However... We think it's important that we should have something here in our area with uh, the full facility, including the beds. So understanding that, understanding you know, what people go through, and I've talked to people that have used hospice who are very uh, thankful, very uh, appreciative of the uh, way they were looked after and all of that, but they do think in this case that there should be something more local. So you know, we talked about Madoc and Picton, and that's fine. They have a couple beds in each, I understand. But we think at this time it's fine. It's time for Quinney area to have something here. So we're glad that uh, this has come about, and we're going to work hard to uh, raise some money. So I understand that the the budget for the project is pretty significant at nine and a half million dollars. What progress has been made towards that goal already? Well, so we, you know, we were, again, Ross and I were approached uh, by yourself and others to to try to help. Um, you know, I think, first of all, the city of Quinney West, uh, back, I don't know, last fall, last year, uh, made a, uh, a donation, a commitment of a million dollars in cash, and also made the commitment of the land, which is across from Bayside Secondary School. So Quinney West got involved quite a while ago and said, so there was the first. So then it's our job to try to raise the rest, which is, as you said, close to $9.5 million. So we've started that campaign. We went to the city of Belleville, which was important to have their support. And we're fortunate to have that come on board for a million dollars. You've got money from the province, which I think was a million too, uh, which was uh, made known a couple of months ago, I believe. So you're up over three million dollars to start. We've got a campaign uh, put together. A number of people that have come to the table that are going to try and help, which is important. Um, you know, you have some fundraising people that are helping us, but we got a lot of work to do. We know it's not. Uh, you know, it's going to take a lot of time. It's going to take a lot of effort by a lot of people. But we think the cause is there, and um, I think if we work hard like we've done in other campaigns in this area. And I must say that Quinney has been very generous over the years on many different campaigns, whether it's hospitals or I can name a number of them that we've had. So I think this is just as important. So I think if we do it right, and I know we will, get the right people and we work hard at it, we will be successful, and this facility will be up and running, hopefully. Uh, sometime in the year 2021, I believe. So we'll start next year, 2020, and have it done in 21. So, um, again, we're on our way, and uh, we think it's really worthwhile. So why do you think um, it's important for people in our community to contribute to this project? Well, again, I think there's been a number of people that have been helped by hospice and and understanding we're all going to die at some point. We're all going to have to need this service at some point. And I think uh, when people understand that and realize that, you know, they really don't want to be in the hospital and uh, they'd sooner be at home, but that's not possible for a lot of people. So I think understanding that, understanding what you're going to have at the end, the type of facility you're going to have, where it is, and the type of service it'll provide, I think will go a long ways to convince people that this is something that should happen here in the Quinney area. So we know, we'll work hard and we're dealing with Tyner Nagel, we're dealing with Deseron, we're dealing with the uh, with Reserve, Mohawk, uh, so, you know, it's all about that whole community coming together. So I think, again, we get the right people, and uh, we will be successful. 
I think that it's important, uh, even though the building is going to be in Bayside for everyone, to recognize that it's serving that whole uh, community from Deseronto and Tandanega Township, um, as well as the people in Belleville and and Quinney West, um, that it's going to serve all those people and they'll have an opportunity to be there. What do you uh, see as the next steps for this campaign? Well, again, we've we've formed a cabinet. Uh, A number of people have come to the table to support us. I think one of the, the big things, which is what are you doing here today, is to get a message out and talk about hospice and what you do. You know, And I think that's one of the things that we, a lot of the area just doesn't understand. So it's about marketing. It's about telling people what we're doing. It's about telling them what the project's going to look like. It's about getting out there and get the message out. And I think we do that, and I think we'll see a lot of uh, attention come to that. So there's a number of things I know you're doing on a marketing front. We're doing it from a campaign point of view. We're identifying areas so hopefully we can achieve that uh, to get some money so uh, that's the way a campaign works it takes a bit of time but I think it looks like it's put together very well and again out uh, giving our message telling them what the money's for and I think uh, we do that over the next few months and hopefully we'll be successful. Do you have anything else you'd like to share with us about the campaign? How do people donate Jennifer or just you know I know I know we have people knocking on doors and doing that way but there are ways that general public can get involved. We would be very happy at Hospice Quinty uh, for anyone and everyone's involvement in the campaign. Um, Certainly right now, if anyone is interested in making a donation to the campaign, all they need to do is visit uh, the Hospice Quinty website, which is hospicequinty.ca, and uh, there is a donate button, and people can go there and have an option to make their donation toward the campaign. As time goes on and uh, the the campaign rolls on, there will also be opportunities for people to volunteer with the campaign, um, work on some of the background work, uh, get all the the paperwork ready for the important people like you, John, Mm. and uh, that we'll be able to have people helping out in that way on the campaign. And it is a community project. We want to have community involvement and for people to feel like it is their hospice. Uh, because it will be their hospice, it'll be a hospice for the, all of our communities and where people can can come together uh, during some of the toughest times in their lives um, and have support and care from from our community. So thank you very much, Louise and John, for oh. taking time out to come and, yes, and speak Louise. to me today. And uh, we certainly appreciate it, and I look forward to working with both of you on the campaign. been listening to Heart to Heart with Jennifer May Anderson of Hospice Quinty. Their mission is to change the lives of the terminally ill, their families, and the bereaved for the better by offering support and companionship. Learn more about hospice at hospicequinty.ca and listen for Heart to Heart regularly at this time on Alternative Radio 91X.